Hey guys, it's Issa from TikToks. I'm so excited because today we are celebrating 420 with a very special How She Built This episode. We partnered with Exhale Goods to celebrate cannabis today and they created a community where we could talk about best products with each other, something you guys probably already do with your best girlfriends. Practice a little self-love. Sometimes we have a glass of wine, sometimes we have a little edible. So not only do they have this amazing community, they're focused on sustainability. The best part though is that they are women and minority founded and owned. So falls directly in line with what we love about TikToks, empowering women. So please continue to listen. We have a special promo code for you. We just can't wait to share it all. Welcome to How She Built This, a concept created to discuss the journey of building businesses as women in various industries. Our mission has always been to connect with other modern women through the lens of our own experiences. So we thought this series would be a perfect fit. We have inadvertently jumped into the business of being entrepreneurs together and thought these conversations would not only be empowering, um, inspiring and refreshing for us, but also our listeners. So I introduce you to Exhale Goods. Um, and so let me introduce you to the women. We have Kimmy, we have Ursi, Becky, and Gina. So welcome ladies. Hi. Hi. We're so excited to have you. Well, I am so excited to have you on How She Built This, um, just because not only are you all minority women, but you're in a space that truly is dominated by men. So you're creating a community. You're focused on sustainability. It's inspiring. All that good stuff. So I'm actually going to let you guys kind of take it away <laughs> um, and introduce Exhale Goods. So XL Goods um, had come about, actually, we were formerly XL Agency, and it was an events and marketing um, agency, but uh, with the onset of COVID, it basically made our business obsolete. And, you know, we had had these ideas that we had wanted to venture into in the future, but um, we brought those forward due to COVID, and we said, why not, you know, start that now? And so that led us to XL Goods, which is all about highlighting women and minorities um, in the industry, as well as sustainability and low dosage consumption, um, education. So we're, we have an online platform um, that functions similar to Facebook, um, but it's a safe space for everyone to learn, share, discuss anything hemp and cannabis related as uh, we see that there are struggles with other social platforms. Um, we've just recently launched um, finished production on our low dosage THC CBD blended pre-rolls. Um, those will be coming to a dispensary near you and a delivery service shortly. Um, and this weekend we rolled out our CBD subscription boxes and our merchandise. So the great thing about the CBD boxes that it has, um, we source them from women and minority owned brands. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> Thank you. That's huge. So why don't you share with us um, your mission? I typed it out so everybody could see. Um, I, I think it's really great. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, yeah, to mainly eliminate the stigma that's associated to consumption, especially myself being a mom, a parent, um, 
uh, that's not something that's usually accepted, you know, in the general public. So I think through education that that will really um, change, as well as you know, encouraging more of an equitable industry, you know, where uh, as a minority and as a woman, you know, we're we're given the same kind of visibility as other you know major brands out there. So again, we're releasing this episode on 420, a holiday celebrating the cannabis culture. So I'm so, so excited. Um, and talking about stigmas, I'm a mom, and this definitely helps me unwind sometimes when you need a little bit of self-care. Um, so I know that's part of your mission, you know, eliminating stigmas. What are some of the stigmas that you guys, maybe informing at Tell Goods, you know, we're really trying to address? Um, for myself personally, when I entered into the industry, it was, you know, elevating the uh, the way that it, it's marketed, the products that are being delivered. Um, I consulted with a, a lot of different brands and they were prim primarily, you know, owned by males, white males, and, you know, trying to let them know that, um, you know, I know sex sells, but that's not the target audience, you know, specifically for your brand. And just having, you know, my comments about that being dismissed, mainly because I'm a woman and they don't believe that that, you know, <laughs> um, uh, was, uh, you know, beneficial to how they were trying to release their products. So um, those are some of the challenges and obstacles um, I faced. And, you know, I just wanted to build something that was different, you know. Oh, sorry. And also touching on your question about like stigma, I guess social stigma would be like, what's the difference now between having a glass of wine and having a little bit of CBD? You know, like, I mean, it's all about, oh, like, wind down and mommy needs some wine and all this stuff. So it's like, it's, uh, to me, it's safer. It's better for your body. I mean, it's not going to elevate your blood pressure. You're going to feel good. You're going to be relaxed. And you're still going to be, like, able to, you know, take care of business. You know, you'll be fine. Yes, that is something I think. You know, especially as a new mom nursing and everything, I always wondered what I could take and what I couldn't take. And I just wish there was more emphasis or even studies on, you know, what was healthy for a, a new mom to, to take while nursing or anything like that. Um, definitely, you know, I after looking through what I could, I felt like it was, you know, I was comfortable to have CBD. And then when I stopped nursing, of course, you know, like, get back to THC and CBD products um, together. So I think, you know, definitely this realm or your target audience can definitely be expanded. Um, and there are stigmas that shouldn't be there. And I love or see that you said it's, it's just like having a glass of wine, but actually even more healthier for you yeah. and safer probably if you still need to, you know, like get the kids and, you know, do things after yourself. So. Um, any other stigmas or anybody else want to chip into this? I can um, share that I've recently been using a lot more. I have <laughs> had a very painful infection lately. Um, and, you know, the doctors um, was like, yeah, just FYI, this is a very addictive you know, medication. And I'm like, you know what, if I just need to sleep, I'm just going to do an edible like it was just like to me like that's not going to make me more addicted to pain medication it's also just um like it's it's a totally different system you know cbd is something that you can be found in like pain like surface skin 
skin pain ailments. And then, you know, people are putting in skincare, like obviously like it's the movement is towards finding this more natural curve um, for all of your ailments. And I think let's excel or an exhale goods just kind of makes sense right now for the time. Cause we're educating people, we're removing the stigma and we're finding a more like, to me, like a less addicting um, solution to how do you deal with pain? How do you deal with really medical issues? How do you deal with acne? You know, like anxiety, simple issues, anxiety, yeah. um, and and something that's plant based, based really, <laughs> um, and and just produce like from the earth and not you know go and gone through you know we're talking about vaccines here that are very strong and have side effects. But at the same time, it's like those are clearly things you could take a risk on. But there are other things that you're not willing to take a risk on because you're a mom and you don't want to have an addictive drug issue down the line. Right, 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 right. I totally agree with that. I mean, even getting my mom, who was um, undergoing radiation and chemo, to just use a topical lotion um, was hard, but in the end, when she did, now she's the biggest proponent. She has like mm-hmm. an eight-year-old grandma using it, you know. Um, so the stigma is there, but slowly, slowly, it's it, you know those barriers are coming down. Um, I think it's really kind of um, you know the bridge from like you know the stigma associated to it. But once they you know see the benefits, you they become like the biggest advocates. Right? <laughs> They're the biggest cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> um, so most entrepreneurs' stories, or at least the spirit of trying to be an entrepreneur, stem from something in their childhood or in the resilience of their parents or grandparents before them. Um, so we actually also want to learn a little more about all of you guys. Um, you know, was there specific something in your childhood or even growing up or even in your parents' stories that really inspired you to build a business? Um, my parents were immigrants, so I'm first generation here. You know, my dad came, my parents came here basically with nothing, with the hopes of, um, you know, giving us a better opportunity. And, you know, my dad worked six days a week, you know, owned his own business. And um, it really inspired me to say, you know, it, it, that's what I want to do, you know, to build something. And especially after becoming, you know, a parent, I realized um, why he left, you know, his home country to, you know, seek something bigger and better for his children. And I, you know, want to do the same. Yeah, I think well, for me, um, my grandfather in Mexico, he did initially come work in the States um, when they were building all the railroads and everything. But then he went back to Mexico and he um, he was an entrepreneur there. He, you know, built he had different businesses, whether it was like farms or uh, they also used to build like roofs for houses, different things. Um, and, you know, he taught his kids to work really hard. Then my mom, my dad and my mom were both born in Mexico. They met here in California. Um, and, you know, they both worked uh, really hard, you know, when they first moved here. They both kind of tried to get a little bit of an education. My dad started his own business before he passed away. Um, so I think it's just kind of like honoring the fact that they wanted to move forward you know and like be better for ourselves i'm so sorry um, and and that's what you're doing i think that's and you know and, and we ask this question because there is a beauty in the people you know our parents 
their struggles and how we carry on, you know, their legacy. And so I really feel like you know, there's a good story there and hopefully you get to share that more um, with us maybe in the future. Um, but I do honoring him and, you know. Yeah, I think that's what's yeah. important, yeah, to honor that. Um, my parents they uh, immigrated from Thailand. We came here to the States. My, I grew up but poor. Like literally, my dad used to drop me off in pajamas with the plastic at the bottom in elementary. And I just wore that to school like it was no big deal. So just having the opportunity that Kimmy gave me to be a part of Exhale Goods was like an amazing thing to show my kids. Like, hey, I could do this. You know, like we don't have to be rich from day one. You can totally like do this ourselves and get ahead. As long as you have that goal and you have that passion and determination to do it. It's um, very inspiring. It's so inspiring. I think we all have kind of like those backgrounds where our parents didn't grow up with anything sometimes and um, made so much for us, right? Um, we might lose a little bit of that spirit as Americans sometimes, but I really see it a lot in minority um, owned businesses, kind of that power coming from, you know, the backgrounds that we have. Um, Gina, any insight into your upbringing? Uh, um, you know, definitely my parents both kind of found, they are also, I'm also a first generation immigrant, and they also found jobs um, that are very, to me, stereotypical Asian, you know, like shop owner, like had our own business, employ the whole family. And they're like, you're the first one who gets to go to college. You get to basically rule the world. Like, And then all of a sudden they're like, but you're English, you're an English major. <laughs> and I think that was like, you don't want to be a doctor or an accountant. And I'm like, but then that was just fitting another mold for me. And this isn't clearly one of the first startups that I've been involved in. I've always been like, you know, I, there isn't going to be a job out there that makes me super happy in my like career driven life. And also at the forefront of technology, I'm very digital and digital marketing is like literally been my passion for so long. Um, so really trying to find a platform like, you know, Excel Goods to really just tell that story is super like important to me. Um, and I feel like entrepreneurship is, you know, no one's going to build it for you. So you're going to have to do it yourself. Um, and really it, what it is at the end of the day, it's a risk, it's a dabble. And that's, you know, let's, let's put all of our heart you know that we can but at least it's like we're working towards a better cause and not something like the man you know created and this is like your nine to five it's like we're basically writing the rule book of what you know the corporate culture the corporate culture is and I really um I really think that's something like I look back and I'm like I think that's like what my parents would rather you know it's like that one saying it's like when your mom's always like marry a rich man or you know find <laughs> oh my god that is the Asian rule number one. Yeah. Yeah. Marry for money first, then love, and go to college. That's the only way how you're going to get ahead. It could be anything, but just get your ass in college. Like, that's it. Right. Yeah. So this is like, you know, I'm going to try to be like, you know, in my very minor role, like that Elon Musk for me, <laughs> it's like, you know, Cambodian girl who's like small, but I'm going to like do whatever I can that's like passionate and like um, figure out, you know, how to make things happen um, without, you know, somebody taking, telling me what to do all the time. So talking about um, figuring out, it seems like you guys kind of had this gap and you notice this gap in this industry um, for a certain demographic, but just also for women, right? Um, talk about how that kind of initiated um, the formation of Excel Goods. 
Um, it's funny, it, it actually just started uh, by myself. <laughs> I, you know, I'd left a company and I was like, you know, what? there was this need for, um, you know, outsourcing with like event management and, you know, brand ambassadors and such. And I was Sorry. consulting some distribution companies. And so I was like, oh, there's, you know, a need for that. And then um, as it, you know, as time went on and I was working with a lot of companies, I was like, gosh, there's not enough representation. I would get so excited when I would see, um, you know, female uh, and especially minority owned, um, you know, brands in the industry. Um, one that's featured in our box is Potley. Um, they have like, you know, amazing products and are um, female owned and Asian owned. Um, but just, you know, not seeing that representation out there um, really kind of guided us to how we can amplify more brands and more voices. And um, even sourcing all down our supply chain um, was important to us, you know, um, from the farm that we worked with or the, uh, the manufacturing company. Um, it, you know, we want to instill it completely in all of that and I was fortunate enough to have a business partner that agreed with me and um, and it just started to grow from there you know and now I feel so blessed to be able to like work with my closest friends that I deeply care about and our you know values align so that we're able to build this company and and you know it still amazes me every day when I um, you know, wake up and everybody's driven and, you know, I'm not having to ask, which, you know, they make my job as a CEO so easy that I don't have to like, um, you know, manage or monitor or anything because everybody's, you know, driven and, and owns, you know, uh, every part of, you know, this company as much as I do. I love that. I think um, that's, you know, what everybody kind of like wishes would happen, but it happens out of passion. Who do we have here? Please introduce. <laughs> This is Clark. This is what I'm. Why I'm a part of Exhale to show her that women are powerful. Yes. Hi. 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 You are our second child to make it onto how she built this. But this is all <laughs> part of the story of being women. Like honestly, we do so much. We're mothers. We can build businesses. And even if there are male-owned businesses, you know there's a strong woman backing that <laughs> CEO or whatever. So I, I love having hi Clark. Thank you. I know she's like coming on. So we talked about the stigmas, we talked about you guys identifying a gap, and you kind of touched on having to pivot during COVID. Um I I totally get the event side. I think that's how, that's what I knew of you, Kimmy. So when I started to think like all this, you know, the social media around ExhaleBiz, I was like, this is so awesome. This is so interesting. And it really speaks to me, at least. Um, can we talk about low dosage products? Um, because I feel like, you know, at first when you're first introduced to cannabis products, or like back in the day, you know, <laughs> just to be honest, my husband used to like, weed you know and the first time I got high I got sick I was like it was probably the elevation <laughs> I was snacking I was drinking beer all day and then oh, okay. so much, right for the first time and then it just so I actually stayed away for a little bit because I was like maybe it's not for me and also in college you know Gina and I mm -hmm. experimented once and it did feel <laughs> <laughs> so, gravity bongs that was what oh really God. scarred me for life I like so <laughs> never, hard. Never doing a bong ever. 
I had so many bad experiences and so I was like that's just not my thing you know I'm not you know into that um but you know as it went legal and I had some friends who are you know much heavier consumers and they just kind of educated me on dosage and things were coming out in smaller doses and so as I started to explore it was I was like you know like uh, how you were saying you know with your mom and your grandma I became the biggest advocate, <laughs> you know, saying like, you know, these are my favorite brands, telling everyone, and it made my shift over to it. But um, I think that there is um, still room for more low dosage products. You know, it's mainly what I look for. And so I wanted to put something out in the market that really fit kind of my dosage and my consumption. Yes. Yeah, I think when they started really showing the dosage on edibles you know because it definitely like the first time i had an edible i just i did i couldn't figure out how to be unhigh and i hated it um but yeah like now there was uh there's a product that kimmy was working with a, a while ago uh nor dr norms and they had these amazing cookies um and on, on the bag it says like know your dose you know so that like so people can start like really looking at the products um there's actually these mints that are amazing that you might like, and those are at 2.5 milligrams. Um, I also love, love, love uh, the chocolate covered coffee beans. Um, I think the whole, yeah. yeah, the whole container might be like 30 milligrams, but each one might be 2.5 or five. I mean, that literally, I remember it, it's like, you know, when you get high and then you're like, wow, like this banana is so amazing. Like <laughs> I felt like when I had that edible, I just was like, I mean, I, oh, I mean, I feel like overall we're pretty like positive and we feel like our life is amazing. But in that moment, it was like, wow, my life is so fucking amazing. Like it just <laughs> like blew my mind. So um, those are really good. And, you know, just I think I hope everybody like everybody enjoys our pre-rolls and everything that we have to offer in the CBD box. Um, I tried the tahini bar uh, that's going to be on our CBD box and like. I can't wait to have another one. Like I want another one like every night because <laughs> it's definitely way better than having um, anything, you know, from the prescription medication that you can get addicted to. You can right. just have a little CBD bar and just relax and just feel good. So talking about your subscription box. Um, yeah. Give us a little insight into the products that are in there um, and what you, maybe what you each love most. Um. Oh, that's hard because uh, <laughs> I really love, uh, as Ursi mentioned, um, those Ulta goods. Um, they're like a um, little, like a protein granola bar, um, mm -hmm. CBD infused, um, but they have very unique flavors um, and it tastes really good, but it's also very relaxing. Um, the honey the, from Potley, I really enjoy. Um, one of the products we have not tried yet, which I'm excited to try, but um, they're a brand that I've been following for a long time called Tribe Tokes is uh, um, Delta 8. Um, these Delta 8 vape cartridges, um, disposable vapes, and um, Delta 8 is kind of all the rage right now. So since it's, you know, a, a lighter, less, like more minimal high, um, but with all of the, the benefits. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about all of all of the different brands in there. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear what, what the girls say or think. Oh, so basically all those rollers are CBD infused and Reiki infused. Oh. So the owner is a Reiki master. Yeah, because I'm actually super excited to get a box, use the roller. I just worked out and put it on my <laughs> sore body. 
Like that's what I was like, I gotta get one of those rollers. And I feel like that's like the next thing. Cause I have a cousin who's like into oils and she's like, oh yeah, we have a new CBD product. Um, you know, and they're already like posting all just the oil mm-hmm. and, uh, greatness for, like you said, muscle aches and things like that. So. And I know really, you know, excited because they are like unique products, like, you know, different flavors in terms of the bars and these, you know, crystal and Reiki infused rollers. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited with all the different options we have in there. That yeah. sounds amazing. Um, and, you know, the big part of Excel Goods is the community you're creating, right? Um, I saw that there are some things kind of like in the cannabis industry that people go up against as far as social media, um, shadow banning and things like that. If you can give us some insight on how your community kind of like counteracts that. Um, yeah, you know, I've worked with a couple of different brands, Airgraph being one of them, and they just recently had their entire account, you know, deleted, removed because they said it was against community, you know, rules. And there's a lot of influencers that that's happened to as well. So we wanted to to have a space where, you know, that won't happen. You know, meanwhile, you know, educating people on the different brands that are available, whether it's CBD or um, THC, but also that people have the freedom to talk about how often they like to smoke or what products they like to smoke. Um, you know, it's, it's something that we were doing individually with ourselves, you know, um, when I would have a conversation with Gina or Ursi or anybody, you know, I, I would be recommending like, I just tried this, you know, and um, so there's definitely a need for that for, you know, others in the, in the, um, that are consuming and so i wanted to make that available you know in terms of uh being able to find out new products as well as share what you enjoy about you know cannabis and cbd i feel like it's like a a a, like in group kept secret you know like even like my sister heard her toe running the other day and she got some some cbd products and thc products and made her feel so good i'm like well you have to go on the community and share that like it's because it's like best kept secrets you know or even like uh, a long time ago, I I donated to like Pacifica Radio, like you know, like public radio, and this woman who's like a she's like esthetician to like a lot of celebrities. She started doing facials with CBD, and then they delivered like um, some CBD drops that you can consume, and then an oil that you can put on your face, you know. But it just it's it's also like a beauty secret, you know, and like. Yes. I don't know. Just this people like just don't know, and I feel like it's just a great place that people could just share everything without feeling like embarrassed or just feel more comfortable with it. You know, it's like a safe place. Right. Um, so going along with building a community and building a business, there has to be ups and downs, right? So, give us some insight into you know any learnings, the obstacles, any regrets, or or highlights and proud moments that you guys have had. Well, nothing ever is on time. (laughs) Um, There's um, definitely a lot of regulations, you know, to learn about. Um, uh, You know, we had to face that with, you know, our packaging and, um, you know, during the sourcing process and, you know, all the agreements that we had to put in place. Um, Those were kind of like the main challenges. but, you know, we took them as learnings and, you know, from there we have a structure. So this is all, you know, new to us. So, uh, you know, there were a lot more obstacles. But I think from here on out, we're able to, you know, really kind of figure a lot of things out. Um, proud moments, um, you know, just seeing all of our finished products, um, you know, 
I'm so proud of like, you know, the team and what we've put together. Um, I'm so excited for, um, you know, what's to come and how we can grow and, you know, just to connect with, you know, the community that we're trying to build. I love that. I love that. And would you guys, or can each of you guys give um, our listeners or, um, you know, tell your younger self or a new budding entrepreneur any advice? Like if there was one piece of advice that you could give, what would that be? I would say to just go for it is what I would tell my younger self and anybody else that's a young listener. Um, because if it's, if the intention is there, the passion and the intention is there, um, you'll figure it out. You know, you'll figure out a way to make it happen. And so, you know, regardless of what anybody says, I think, you know, um, to definitely just, there's, you know, going to be risk involved, but I think you'll enjoy the process and learn so much from it. And you don't have to do it alone. <laughs> yeah, I, I would tell my younger self, don't be afraid. Like, don't be don't be scared. There's going to be two types of people. One that's going to support you and one that's always going to be, you can't do this. And try and get into your head. And don't take what they say, the people that are negative, with a grain of salt. Because in reality, they're just afraid of you. Surround yourself with good people that are positive. And seriously, you cannot be afraid. Like you have to just do it and to know if you're if you're actually going to um God, I'm using my words, but you just have to try it yourself. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And everything has a lesson, so you can't be scared a little, you know, if you have to take one step back to go two steps forward, right? I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um something that I learned from another woman entrepreneur not too long ago uh was that don't wait until everything's ready and perfect. Because I think with a lot of things that I wanted to do, even with a lot of things me and Kimmy wanted to do, I would just get in my head like, this has, to, and then, you know, and then on top of that, I have ADHD and then probably a little compulsive. So it's like, everything has to be like perfect, perfect, perfect before like you decide to take the leap. And I think that what I learned from this other woman was like, don't wait until everything's perfect. If you wait until everything's perfect, it's too late. It's too late. Like, you gotta just. I just do it. Like everybody's saying, you just have to just do it. And like, yeah. if somebody like your best friend has a wonderful idea and is already starting to support that and just go with it, you know, <laughs> everybody has something to bring to the table. Um, you know, everybody's unique and we kind of need everybody to like make it grow and make it better. Yes. Yeah. Along the same lines, I would definitely say it's better to test and fail than it is to wait for you know all your ducks to be in a row and never test it because that could be waiting forever um and really just taking risks sometimes you know the risks do pay off sometimes they do fail but it's you know you're your own boss so it's like you know um taking those learnings and celebrating the wins as well as you know kind of moving on the failures and knowing how to quickly pivot i think is definitely key to being an entrepreneur um just knowing that your end goal here is maybe it's not a rapid you know a to b <laughs> step to success but it's a learning along the way and you know taking those learnings and how can you apply it to improve on the next time I love oh yeah that. one final thing don't get discouraged because there'll probably be like <laughs> 10 no's and don't, do not get discouraged. You just got to muscle along and like out of those 10, like the 11th person would be like, yes, I love it. And then we'll validate you, but don't stop before you get to that. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. You know I, what I mean, like allow full circle. Yes, you read my mind because I was going to say, like, how many no's did you get before you know you got your yeses? Or you know, talk more about that. Like, how many no's? <laughs> a thousand no. What what is um? Who's that like meme about Lady Gaga where she's like says this a million times? Like, I oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper <laughs> meme. Yeah. All you need is that one, yeah, person. Um, gosh, you know, so many no's. Um, but, uh, you know, when we were trying to raise funding from, you know, or when, you know, I even presented the idea to some people, they didn't understand or didn't get it, or they said, oh, there's still, there's already, you know, this out in the market. But, um, and this is what I always say along the lines of what Becky's saying is that there is room for, everyone and everything, you know, you just have to find what differentiates you and what value you can add. Um, and, and just keep on working on that, you know, staying focused and staying in your lane. I think sometimes, you know, what, in which I am guilty of it sometimes is, um, you know, seeing what's, what's out there and, and, you know, comparing and sometimes feeling down like, Oh no, it's, you know, and then you get scared because, you know, it's not good enough. Um, but I think, you know, I try to fuel it towards like, how can I improve what I'm doing, you know, yeah. to make it better and, and of more value. Right, 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 right. I, I think that's so important. So before we close, I wanted to know a little more about you and your role in Exhale Goods. So if you can give us that lowdown. So I'm the CEO and co-founder. We, um, I just wanted to give a little shout out. We do have male counterparts in the in the, in the, in the business as well too. Um, so shout out to Thomas, Brian, and Kelsey. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a, a women and minority-owned uh, company. But they definitely, you know, uh, just as much a part of this as as uh, we are. Our supportive male counterpart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go next. I'm Gina, and I am heading up the social strategy uh, for XL Goods right now. And just kind of how do we kind of launch a brand and start talking about it on social and trying to get the awareness out there. Um, I finally went and archive all of our previous lessons coming soon things. And now it's just like it's here. It's done. So. I'm happy about that. that We're no longer coming soon, but we're definitely here. You're here. (laughs) Um, I'll go next. So um, while I've been helping Kimmy with, I guess, a lot of different things, designing the actual packaging for the CBD blocks, um, my background is in fashion. So uh, just, you know, coming up with an item for our merch store and setting up all the sort of stuff for the merch um, I definitely want to eventually maybe we can do like a season, like like have collections every season where we, you know, it, it, it'll be like, okay, we're going to do like this. This will be the theme for this season or even for like this year right now. We just mm-hmm. wanted to get the message out there and have it tie in with, you know, the cleanliness and the messages that we, message that we have on the box and what we want out there. Just like, just have it match that. But I think eventually we do want to like, do other products. Um, me and Kimmy even talked about maybe doing the swimwear line, but that might become way maybe in the future. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hi. Basically, I help with the brand partnerships for the boxes and do the geeky part of the digital marketing, like the SEO, the blogging. Gita does all the cool stuff. I do the the data stuff. <laughs> I love that. 
I love the Reiki infused form mm-hmm. of talking about like that's awesome to have a partner like that. Um, so I'm gonna let you guys kind of close with letting us know where to find you, what your current products are that are available, and how to access your community. Um, yeah, give us the you know the scoop. So you can find us on Exhale Goods. Um, that is where the community and more information about our low dosage pre-rolls are. Um, definitely create an account there so that you can, um, you know, talk to others about cannabis and hemp. Um, but you can also find, uh, subscribe to our monthly CBD boxes at shopcbd.exhalegoods.com. And you can find us on Instagram at Let's Exhale. Okay. Any last tidbits for us? I feel like I've taken up a lot of the time, so I'll leave it up to the girls. <laughs> um, I like to go into like the friendship of me and Kimmy because I really think it is pretty much what XL Goods is. Because I would ask her, I'm like a newbie to the whole cannabis world, and I'm like, this made me high. Like, what does this do? And I'm like, I got a pen. Like, what does this do? And she was just like, tell me like all of these things. And she's like, here's a backup like pill if you take too much. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you know all this? And like bringing those types of experts, you know, to a community. Um, that's what we're doing at XL Goods and making it very approachable, like somebody like me who's just starting to get into it, um, who doesn't have time to go to her medmen or whatever shop and like ask him a million questions and have him look at you like, mm, are you, <laughs> like, you know, so I think it's definitely a very approachable, acceptable, open doors policy to ask all your questions. Um, but also at the same time, she can talk to John, you know, my boyfriend who is very experienced in it. And, and I was already going like, how many milligrams of THC? Or what strain is that? What flower is that? You know, so it's just, <laughs> okay. Like she knows both worlds, but she's able to like, kind of, you know, bring it down. And so when she told me that she's launching this, platform that's like helpful to like community and also options and exposing us to like new brands which you know a lot of my girlfriends are already like have you tried that that cbd infused drink or have you tried you know the cbd roller thing it's like so many different formats now um and it's all kind of there so that you can pinpoint and know really which one works for you like the right dosage amount almost You really covered like some of my favorite things like i'm so interested in low dosage like yeah catered low dosage products, learning about that, obviously the community, because it sounds like something like, I'm always like, Gina, have you heard about this? You know, I think we all do that with our friends. Yeah. And we're not all necessarily experts. It's just like we're testing things. Yeah, so we're testing things. This is so needed. Um, but then I love that you're rooted in sustainability. Like you said, you go, you know, to the manufacturers, the farmers. Um, and that is so important. That's so key now. Um, but then also you are just, you know, by who you are um, promoting diversity and equity in the industry as well. So for our special episode today on TikToks, Exhale Goods has a special for us. Um, Kimmy, do you want to go ahead and give us the details? Sure. We just to show our appreciation um, to you as listeners, um, we wanted to offer um, you a discount code. So if you just enter uh, T-I-T-T-X, you'll get uh, 10% off the box and any merch on our website. Thank you. 
Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I just want to say thank you to my team. Like, I just, I am so grateful for you guys of how amazing you are. And none of this would have happened without you. You know, it's gone far beyond what I could have imagined for it. So I just want to say thank you to all of you. <laughs> and But thank you, everybody, for joining us as we aim to reflect and empower women on subjects that matter most to us. Be a part of our family and get a sense of how we and other women conquer this world, especially through our How She Built This series. These are amazing women minority entrepreneurs and I can't you know, promote that enough. Um, and they're doing amazing things and they're finding a gap in the industry and they're you know, creating diversity in the in industry and promoting amazing products. So please go to Excel Goods and let's excel on IG. Um, thank you everybody.